I text you a question, next minute my phone rings. What is wrong with you? Nothing worse than a salad orderer who then wants in on all the chips. Sorry, what section are you in? What section am I in? Someone's trying to board this flight with a semi-trailer sized luggage. I think you should be more concerned with that. Welcome to the first episode of Literally Nobody Cares. This is a podcast by me and we were having a discussion just now with my producer Courtney um, about explaining who I am. I really don't give two flying fucks if you know who I am. If you don't, you've missed the boat and we don't accept Johnny Come Lately's here. Thanks anyway. Um, What can we expect from this podcast is a great question. Probably um, huge gaps and pauses, um, wildly inappropriate comments that people really will not love. So really, if you're here, um, you need to be aware that we're going to say some stuff. We're really going to go in on people um, and things. We're also just going to recap things. The week that's gone, what's been happening, where things are at. So you may get like a little bit of a life tidbit. It could just be generally what's happening in the world. Anyway, we are going to go right in now on what has happened this last week, which is the MTV Video Music Awards. I don't really watch a lot of this sort of stuff, I'll be honest with you. But I am getting a bit of a rehash on elements, and I follow the news pretty closely because I do work in PR. And that means that you see sort of like the highlights, I guess, of what people think is interesting. The first thing that I wanted to discuss with you, I don't even have the guy's name, which makes no difference because no one knows who the fuck he is. Who was the host? Who even is this person that just all of a sudden rolled out and he was like, hey, everyone, here's all this like smoke. No, you shouldn't get smoke. That's for fucking Beyonce. And then he was like all these jokes that just didn't land. And everyone was like, sorry, my mum's cooking dinner out in the back. That's not funny. No one knows who you are. It would be a funny joke if the person who was telling the joke had like a famous mum. But anyway, we'll leave that there. The very last joke, though, I've really the participation ribbons. I really feel like he thought he was doing like a stand-up gig because for me, the participation ribbon joke just isn't going to land in an audience of people who are like coked off their face and looking to like dance around and party. I don't really get it. Yeah, like they're showing me the name. I can't even fucking pronounce it. Sebastian, nobody gives a shit. Like that's no one cares. Anyway, good work, MTV. Great opener, putting a guy out there that nobody has ever heard of. Anywho, let's move on to some of the performances because... There was some interesting ones there. The Jonas Brothers, why is the third one there? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just Nick and Joe and then what's his name? And I feel like they could remove him very easily and then everything would be right in the world. Um, for me, Nick is obviously the most attractive and Joe thinks he is. And he's sort of like, no, I'm in the front now. And it's like, I think you just need to move out of the way. Anyway, it was kind of weird because it was like, we're not at the MTV Movie Awards. We're in the middle of fucking nowhere and... I read something and they were like, it's where they started or there was a story and I just didn't care that much. Why don't you bring them to the show and they can perform there? And then I was like, let's walk outside. Then we're like all surrounded by the people and we're dancing. And it's like all so great. And then the second that ended, no doubt security started decking children being like, don't touch them or look at them. But anyway, whatever. That was weird AF. Then Lil Nas X, who I don't get. I feel like I'm not in on the joke but of like him and his career, but I'm also not in on the joke as to why he was fragrantly miming. Was that a joke that I wasn't in on? Because that was horrific um, and some of the worst miming I've ever seen in my whole entire life. I could have literally done a better job myself and I didn't know the song or the words to it. But what I will say is Celine Dion nails it every time and that's the real gold standard. So if you're listening, Lil Nas, which I presume you are, um, CC Celine Dion. 
Next up, Missy Elliott. Is that her name, Missy Elliott? I'm looking for confirmation here. Her name's Missy Elliott. She, I think, uh, this is the first time I've said this out loud. Missy Elliott, I think, after this performance, is my spirit animal. Do you know why? She is literally doing the absolute fucking loot least and achieving the most. She walked out there with a whole bunch of fucking people who were breaking their neck to dance and she just strolled around and then she was just like, here it is, chat, 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 couple of lines, and then she threw in one arm movement and she was done. She's my spirit animal. I'm going to say this, the most work she did there was quite literally just remembering what the next song was in her mashup because it was a great little put together. Living for that, thanks, Missy. The last one I had here, oh, there's some others, but like, do we really get Sean Mendez? What the fuck was that? That was the most uncomfortable thing ever. And let me tell you, the Calvin Klein ads, he's a hottie. You put him in at like a singlet, he looks like a man child. Like, you really can't pull off a singlet bud. Get to the gym and get some arms before you start wearing, like, a very thin wife beard. It's fucking uncomfortable for all of us to watch at home. No, thank you. And then it was like, I'm not sure if you guys are in on this, but, like, Friends is one of the greatest shows of all time. In Friends, there is an episode where they're discussing on stage sex scenes for a play. And the rule that they have coined is... If you have sexual chemistry on stage, it means that you are not having sex off stage. If you don't have sexual chemistry, it's because you are having sex off stage. So it is clear that they are having sex off stage because on stage it was uncomfortable AF and no one wanted to watch it. And it was like, let's have like a little dance around with like, you know, you're doing a spin. And it's like, this isn't your fucking bedroom. This is the MTV something awards. Pull it together. That was a fucking disaster. That was an actual train wreck to watch. I just turned it off. Uh, Miley Cyrus, we get it, sweetie. You're fucking done. Move on. I'm like, get, wash your hair. What was that? It was, it's like PC. No, it's not for me at all. And also she, what else was she? There's something else that I noted down because I was like, absolutely not. Have a shower is what I've written down here for myself. Oh, Every fucking time I listen to Miley Cyrus speak or sing, I'm clearing my own throat. I'm like, is, is there something down there? No, it's something in your throat, Miley. Fucking clear it because I can't get... It's not the twang either. It's something else. Um, there was someone else whose name I didn't know that dressed so uncomfortably for her body type in some sort of black situation. No, thank you. My producer's melting. She thinks I'm talking about the girl in the yellow whose name I also don't know. What's it, Liz? Lizzo. And what I'll say is this, I think Lizzo looked better with like the no clothes on stage and she looked on the red carpet. I feel like that was a good move for her. Anyway, no, Rosali, is that someone's name? I don't know. She was performing and she was like speaking Spanish and it was like, no one got it. And we're like, oh, so you've ticked the box there. Great. You were trying to get those viewers. We've got you. That was a no. Then we arrived at the finale and it was the finale of no's in my opinion, because you had a whole bunch of people come out who I didn't know. Um, which isn't unusual, but I just didn't know who they were. And every, like, stop saying hey, stop saying yo, stop saying no, stop saying wow, so just over and over. That's not music. I don't get that. What I don't understand it. There's some sort of note that I'm being given here. Okay, that's shit. Um, what you should do is a wrap-up of stuff no one cares about. Oh, that's what it was. Nobody gave a shit. And then they crossed to the audience at one stage. And I don't actually know. I made a note of this at some stage. And I'm going to pull this clip for my Instagram stories because it was actually the greatest event of the MTV Movie Awards. No, not movie. Was that what this is? Movie. Video. Music. Whatever. Um, 
there's a girl and they cross to her and she's wearing glasses in the audience and she is going so fucking hard, but she doesn't know what she's listening to. It made no sense. But if you listen to the first part of that little mashup, all they're saying is, hey, 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 yo, yo, yo. We, we fucking get it. Okay, stop saying shit over and over. It's not funny. It's not cool. No one's enjoying it. Every time they cross the audience, it was like, like random white guy who looked like he was on loan from Yale, like in a fucking button up. And he was like, I don't get it. It's like, oh, but it's in New Jersey. No one cares. So that was a bit of a disaster. I really wasn't about the whole awards. Um, like I said, I didn't watch it, which I imagine when they unveil the ratings will be like everybody else in the country. Oh, John Travolta I'm being told about. I know very little about this, but apparently he like mistook someone. And like, again, no one cares because you know who he's thinking he was handing it to? Taylor Swift. And I don't like her. So I just think like I'd hand it to a homeless person before I gave it to her anyway. But John Travolta, I mean, he's really off the rails. I think someone should like send help, like send a plane because he can fly it himself. But I just, I don't know. He There's something going on with him. Let's jump into the red carpet. Like I'm no fashionista, but what I can tell you is that Taylor Swift practically wore the same outfit twice. You wore something like last week, sweetheart. Find a new fucking designer. Find a new fucking outfit. I think you have the money and it would have been free anyway. Oh, and Sean Mendes. Oh, I'm now seeing what Sean Mendes is wearing. Did he just take his jacket off and go on stage? saying that Taylor Swift was doing was that she was trying to show that a man can get away with wearing similar outfits twice and nobody criticises them. Yeah, okay, like, and, and like, what I'll say to you is this. I wish that I could be a female for that reason, that you can, like, change up your outfit. Every day I'm just in pants and a fucking shirt. They're out there with skirts and fucking dresses and short dresses and long dresses and hoary dresses and napkin dresses. Like, they're really killing it. Um, Like, so just don't throw that in people's face, sweetie. Like, that's fucking rude. Um, The boots are a 10, though to be honest. Um, I'm noticing that Sean Mendes, I actually think he's wearing the wife beater underneath. I think he's literally just taken his clothes off and gone on stage to perform. Like he was like, I don't need a second outfit. And let's just, just touch on it guys. Uh, Dolce and Gabbana is who his outfit is by. Why on earth are we allowing Dolce and Gabbana outfits after they were like getting around being racist everywhere and being like disgusting human beings. And then like Sean Mendes just rolls on. He's like, here's my Dolce and Gabbana outfit. Fuck you. Take that shit. Like, get a Tom Ford suit to begin with because, like, they know how to cut a suit over there. And, like, Dolce Gabbana is foul. Who else have I got here? Camilla Cabello. Oh, in Balmain. I mean, like, if Balmain's not doing a fucking military jacket, all they're doing is cutting everything up in their dress, aren't they? Like, it's just gaps everywhere. Can't help. I'm being told to have a look at Gigi. I mean, in Tom Ford, what a banger. Which one's in Tom Ford? Oh, Gigi's in Tom Ford. Look, it's all a bit, I mean, beige for me. Um, It's all a bit like blah. It feels to me like Bella was like, I don't have a matching top or bottom, babe. Can I just borrow your top and I'll put on with this skirt that I've got? And then like strap it down. I, it's not for me. I feel like they could have done better. And like, why are they holding hands? We fucking get it, your sisters. Move on. Queen Latifah wearing basic nobody gives a fuck. Um, James Charles wearing Coachella vibes, but you know, I, I'm enjoying it. It's still fun. It's very him. And the hair is a, he's really great with the blonde hair. It really sets the makeup off. I think it's a whole new vibe. I'm really into it. Um, Tammy Hembro, sweetie. I'm not sure about it. Um, I mean, nineties VMA vibes. I, I'm not sure. Nineties MTV. I'm not really sure about it, but the funniest shit ever was the fucking daily mail reading the article. It was like, they have no idea who she is. They had to hold up a sign, which they do for everyone. But the fact that they caught it and it was her is just, and then she posted it. It's even better. Um, love you to death, Tam Tam, but maybe, um, like not on the, uh, 
the 90s vibes, sweetie. Let's let's step it up now. Um, what else we got? There's nothing else here that I seem to care about. I don't even know some of these names of these designers, which again isn't really indicative of much, but whatever. That's the VMAs, guys. That's winners. I don't care. They've given me a list here of who's won things. Oh, we've got Taylor Swift. I can't fucking stand her. And then she was like, guys, I'm not getting on stage unless you allow every person I've ever spoken to ever in my entire life onto stage with me. Oh, so then you were calling them being like, obviously I've won the fucking award. So like you better allow everyone on stage. I don't like the arrogance, but then she did win. So I guess the arrogance is fine. I don't sure. I'm just not about Taylor Swift though. It's so whingy and whiny constantly. Although you have to respect someone who can turn such a whinge into a lot of money. I mean, there's something to be said about that, to be sure. Um, I'm being also told by Button Push Aaron that the Chainsmokers won Who Gives a Fuck award about Nobody Cares. Like, uh, there's like eight people on that band and we only know one, don't we? Like, I don't even know what the go is with those guys. Every time it's like they've got a new song out, I'm like, is it people? Is it a computer? I don't understand. Anyway, they won something. Go them. Um, what else we got going on for this? You know what didn't happen this week, but I feel like I have to touch on it anyway. The fucking Royals flying private. I could cry over this story. If I was the queen, I'd be like, build me a plane out of gold and then wrap it in gold and then tie it up with a bow and that's what I'll fly around in because I'm the motherfucking queen. Like, people don't respect royals enough, I don't think. And why are we drawing the line at the jet? Like, I'm not... I get everyone's like, the koalas are dying or whatever, but, like, the plane is to me just not where we draw the line. They live in a palace... And they summer in a castle. And then we're like, but you should fly commercial on like Ryanair. I'm just not sure. Do you know what I'm wondering? Have they ever had a delayed Ryanair flight or whatever the fuck airline they're on when they're on board? You just know they're getting all the clearances. They're moving along immediately. Everything's fine. They're taken off like nothing's ever happened. And are they getting a pre-prepared meal or are they ordering off the menu? Like is it cheese and biscuits and a little tear off? I don't know. What I'll say is this. If it was me, they should have their own jet. The whole, like, it's the environment or whatever. I'm sorry, but them not flying in a private jet. If you stopped everyone flying private, I don't know the stats, but I'm guessing that's doing very little. If you went over and found, like, ExxonMobil or, like, one of these big guys, you get, like, 10% of their emissions a year. You're saving probably whole forests. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't think we're focusing enough on the real. And, again, they live in a palace they summer in castles. They have like jewels that could presumably feed the homeless for an eternity locked up in a vault that we can't see until certain times of the year. Are we really that stressed about it? And like, if you really want to fix things, I'm sorry, call the fucking Vatican. Have them donate some money to fucking fix the environment. Because like, let's be honest, those guys are doing fine. And I'm betting the Pope ain't flying ever, economy ever on anything. Like, you know, I mean, they're just getting people out of jail left and right. Except one, though, like, you can go. Um, so, yeah, for me, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not about it. And if you're feeling like you are about it and they shouldn't fly private, I feel like you should fuck off. But I also am wondering, like, they didn't even they didn't even pay for it to start with. Elton John paid for it, which the fact that it's not a bejeweled jet and it was his jet was disappointing. But he paid for it. He paid the carbon offset, which, can we just comment, was a hundred and something dollars or something. It was like no money is the carbon offset fee. They're going on like it was going to be like $800,000. Like it was like $200. It literally was nothing. So I'm, you know, people need to just fucking prioritize their actual royalty. Like we don't really, like it's royalty. 
Like it's a real modern age where like Facebook's stealing all our data. These guys are actual royals. She's been queen for like a thousand years and she's like, I'm not handing it over to you. I'm going to wait until I am literally in the grave so I can pass you over. And good on her for that. You've got to respect it. Next up, we're chatting about, I mean, this is just the general world that I've commented on. We're now going right into my personal life. This week, what day is today? Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. On the weekend, I went to a bachelorette party for my very good friend, Steph. Steph uh, is getting married next month. Um, And so her bachelor party was on. Her sister organized it. It was in Surface Paradise adjacency. We were like in a house near there, whatever. Anyway, it was quite the situation, I'll say. I'm not a big um, generic party person. Like I'm not going to nightclubs and things. But, you know, for the occasion, we're getting right into it. There was a lot of like penis straws and things like that to sort of make it like, you know, I guess bachelor ready. But it just was a bit like, hmm, not my vibe. You know what I mean? I get like what we were trying to achieve, but not for me. So we started off doing a lunch and then we went from the lunch to a photo session and the photo session was on the beach. So like, I don't know if you know me, again, if you don't fuck off, but if you don't know me, I'm not a big fan of taking firstly my wildly expensive shoes off and then walking on the beach to then get sand all over me to then like traipse around for a photo. That's not for me. Um, And then, but you know, I played along obviously like, hello, I'm not that person. But then we received the photos post and let me fucking tell you, this is a collection of the worst photos that exist of me on planet Earth. I look one like a whale. I look two like a confused, lost, abducted child um, in many moments. Then I look like an arrogant fuckwit who wouldn't take his sunglasses off because the sun was in my eyes. Um, and I also just didn't want to take them off. Um, there was just a lot of um, there was just a lot of situations on the beach. I am going to put some of those photos onto my social accounts because I feel like it's worth looking at. You can see them on Instagram at underscore Sam Mangan is my Instagram. Shameless plug. Follow me immediately. So a photo shoot. And look, I'm just not sure. I feel like those photos are never being used anywhere. And Steph then like when she saw the photos was then like, oh my God, guys, these are so magical. You know, she was thinking these are fucking stupid. Like I look like a fucking moron. There's just no doubt. At one stage we're lined up facing away from the camera and they're like, do an over the shoulder look. And I, for some reason, am acting like my, I'm disabled and that I can't rotate my body. So instead I just snap my neck over my shoulder. And then it's like, I can't get my neck all the way around. So I'm just looking awkwardly to the side. And I look like, again, like I'm two fucking freight trains wide because of the angle. It's just, there's nothing good about it. I'll put it on Instagram because, you know, I'm hoping that people will be like, no, Sam, actually, you look so good. Like all the influencers were like, guys, I'm having a fat day. Can you see my abs? Okay, we fucking get it. You're a 10, wear a four, calm the fuck down. But I would enjoy if you were able to go on there and just tell me how great I am. Um, What else do I have here? Well, we were, no, no, no. Oh, so we go nightclubbing. Well, I, don't, I just said that like a hundred year old person, nightclubbing. Um, so we're in surface. Oh no, before that we had a stripper come. And a strip is a weird situation, right? Like, I don't, it's a weird career choice. It's a whole, but you have to respect them because you do walk into a room of people who have been drinking for some time. They're knowing a stripping moment is arriving. So, like, there's an anticipation. And you're walking in, you have to, like, reach a level. You know what I mean? To, like, be entertaining. And I think that's going to be very intimidating. You're also walking into a stranger's home. The place we were staying was questionable in terms of safety standards. So, like, you just don't know. Um, he came in and he really delivered it at a level because. I've only ever had 
an experience this triple once prior to this, and it's in a situation I can't discuss. Um, and it was really inappropriate because when he came, oh, it's like the longest story ever. I'll try and give an abridged version, but we had hired a stripper and it was for a male. And so when we hired the person on the phone, um, obviously the person who he was stripping for was gay, and so we thought it was hilarious. Um, so we, when I spoke to the person, I was like, the person you're stripping for is a male. Like, I was giving you a heads up. Like, I understand some men wouldn't be comfortable, like, doing that. I get it. So then the guy was like, okay, sure, but I don't offer, like, the full Monty experience if it's a man. And so I was like, cool, you're out. Fuck off. Find me someone who is. Like, either you're doing the full thing or you're doing nothing, get out. And, like, also, like, I can be discriminatory in this situation because, like, I'm pa- it's like I'm paying the price. Like, get me a person willing to take all their clothes off for the fee. And it's not cheap. So anyway, the person was like, yeah, I don't do it. So then the service that, like, I don't know, whore service. So that they then are like, here's another person we'll send to you. I'm like, cool. The person arrives and, like, I feel like this is not going to land well, but I don't know what the person fucking looked like. Yeah, I saw a photo, but, like, I don't know who you are. So I just let this person into my house who I presumed was the same person that I had selected. It wasn't. I later find out. They then traipse in, do their little performance, and then it ends. And they're like, <laughs> the guy, who the stripper man, he was then like, so is that good enough? And we were all like, what? And he was like, was it good enough? And I was like, I, are you looking for a live review? Is this TripAdvisor? What are we doing here? And then he was like, who did I speak to on the phone? And I was like, me. Can I fucking help you? And then he was like, well, I'm the person that was like, you know, will I do good enough job because it's a gay guy? And I was like, no, you said you wouldn't offer the full package because it was a gay guy and now you've just done it. So I don't understand what's going on here. Are you like concerned that people are going to question sexuality? Maybe that was the concern. We should go back and check in. Um, anyway, he was like, hmm. Yeah, see, I, I'm a professional. No, you're not a professional because you've fucking rolled into my home without an invitation. You've lied about being somebody else and now you're like demanding an answer in the room. It was like, I mean, if a stripper isn't uncomfortable enough, you should experience a stripper abusing you like in front of your friends. It's bizarre. Anyway, so that's the only other experience I've had. So in terms of like good stripper experiences, I haven't had many. Um, this guy was the utmost professional. Do you know what I'll tell you? He arrived in a Domino's uniform. Like, shout out to Domino's. This was a legitimate uniform. It was, like, pretty brand new, too. Like, it was a branded hat. It was a branded polo. He was good to go. And he did not have a pizza, um, which if he had a pizza, it would have been quite the package. Um, and speaking of the package, nothing to write home about. But what I will say is that it was a full Domino's kit. Are Domino's aware? Is he a delivery person and is like, oh, I've got to go and deliver a pizza. It's going to take a little bit longer. I can't find the house. Quick, 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 quick. Because in his routine, we thought about it after, whilst he was oiled up, he then did a section where he um, like squeegeed himself down. So he was like taking away the oil in the show to then put his uniform back on to go back to work. I'm not really sure, but it seemed really like he could have been a Domino's pizza delivery person, to be honest. Um, anyway, he did a pretty good job, I thought. It was kind of like, Steph isn't the sort of the vibe to get into that. So when he was like, you know, put your hands here and do this, she wasn't really into it. But what was funny is that she sort of, you could tell that she was not into it, like at all, like trying not to touch him and trying to like stay very distant as much as she possibly could. So then he was like, put a blindfold on, touch a certain part of my body and you can tell the party like what it is that you're touching. And then he pulled out like a giant dildo. And then it was like, touch his peck and then touch this and then like pulled it out. And then she touched it and then she like lost her mind. So like, that was pretty funny. I think it was pretty good. 
in terms of like strippers, like I rated it pretty high. Then there was a monetary issue and it was kind of awkward. And like, anyway, that was a disaster. So um, we moved on. But I think that um, he was paid and I think that he had a good night. So it was pretty good. And I wonder, right, because pretty good money. Like if you go and do a few parties, that's not bad money on the side. I wouldn't have thought. I mean, not for me. Um, I'm not sure that the, it would be good money for me. And also, like, I feel like before anything would begin, I would have started and been like, mm, is that the outfit you thought tonight was appropriate for, sweetheart? Mm, I'm not sure. And then they'd throw me out. So I don't think we'd get through it. Anyway, so that was that. And then we moved on to um, the nightclubbing component. So we walked from the house to the nightclubs, which also thrills me to no end, as you can imagine, um, through a sketchy part of Surfers Paradise, past the Gable Tosti apartments. Um, and then we arrived at the nightclub. Anyway, we were going to these nights with like older songs, which you know is more our vibe. We weren't going to like doof doof stuff because like not for us. So we get there, and anyway, we're, we line up and we go through the line. I then hand over my license, and then, which reminds me now that I'm recording this, um, my license is expired. So they were like, we can't let you in because your license is expired, which makes no sense because I'm boarding flights all over the country with my license, and apparently that's what we want to let you on the plane with the expired license, but into the nightclub, that's where we draw the line, legally speaking. So anyway, I um, was in, they were like, no, you can't go in. And I was like, oh, devastated, I'm going home. Um, so I was like, okay, great. I'll stand off to the side so I could then say goodbye to everyone who was behind me, who was entering the club. So I'm standing there on like the, I mean, like, you know, it's called the red carpet, but that's a real fucking stretch. It's red mat disgustingness attached to the bottom of the ground in service paradise. So I'm standing off to the side of that. Everyone's going past. I'm saying goodbye and like, catch you later. Then this guy comes up with like the ugliest fucking beard I've ever seen. And I was like, hi, get off the carpet. And I was like, I will in a moment. And he was like, get off the carpet now. And I was like, no. Like, I, what is with people who work in nightclubs? Like, this is it, in case you're wondering. This is your life. You've signed up for it. Your job is here and now. I can't fucking help that. If you'd like to get another job based on your qualifications, there are telemarketing jobs available during the day. Do you know what I mean? Get the fuck out. So um, he was furious. He was like, I'm going to get security. And I was like, I would welcome security. We're outside the club. What are they going to do? I would pray to be touched by a security guard in any way, shape or form because I literally would just love just a lawsuit on the side of my week. Do you know what I mean? It's like a side of suing. I'm really into that um, because I refuse to give you a buy of who I am. I should also let you know that I have a law degree. So I would love... I'm like one of those typical law students that everyone fucking hates at a party. It's like, oh, what do you do? I have a law degree. Um, and so I would love a side of suing. I just wish. And he was just like really in my face. And I just was like, I'm never leaving now the red carpet that you're calling. Get off the red carpet. No. And then a girl came and she was like, honey, honey. Oh, sweetie, with a hoary outfit like that and a body that shouldn't be in a two piece. I'm not sure that you should be saying that to me. Each to their own you're disgusting. So I let her know that. Um, they were all then very offended. And then the problem was they didn't know what to do. Cause if I was inside the club. You just dragged me out, but like I'm outside. It's like, what do you do then? And then I was just like, okay, I'm saying goodbye to every single person. And now I'm saying goodbye to people I don't even fucking know to draw this out. So uh, that all happened. I then wished everyone well, wildly overdramatically. See you all. Bye. See you. I'd see you, Beard. See you soon. Two piece. Great to see you as well. Catch you guys next time. Everyone was loving me there, which is funny story because like years ago when I was turned 18, that's a long time fucking on Jesus in my life. Um, when I turned 18, I was walking past a nightclub in Surface and someone, one of my friends said, we should go in here. I looked at the bouncer and was like, absolutely not based on the quality of the bouncer. 
They then denied me entry two weeks later because the bouncer remembered me. So I'm probably going to have that ban, I would say, now ongoing because of that nightclub, which is sad because apparently it's a good nightclub. I wouldn't know because I'm, you know, I'll probably be back there in 10 years anyway, whatever. Anywho, that was my weekend. Um, that kind of wraps up like a great deal of like what I've been doing. This has been a very short podcast, which I'm not sure it's a problem. I talk pretty quick. So that's going to be the first episode. Um, if you have something that you feel like is just not for you, absolutely. What, what are you pointing at? Oh, just my outro to get into that. Okay, I see. Um, if you are looking for my input on a situation, I feel like you should get it. So you should let me know on some sort of social media situations. But the podcast is literally nobody cares. So I'm fully aware that literally nobody cares about the content of this podcast. Um, I also don't care about the people's opinions who are listening to it who don't like it. So if you have something that you think is just like, oh, the worst, I'm more than happy to get involved. You know, a lot of my audience enjoy driving situations. And we had a discussion where I could just come on every single day and talk about people unable to use an indicator or people who think that when they turn the hazard lights on in their car, that is them putting an invisibility cloak over their vehicle. I'm sorry, get the fuck out of the way. You putting that on doesn't turn you into a police car. You can't then just be wherever you want at any time. It's like, oh, I'm exempt from fines. That's not how the law works. Thank you anyway. I would also like to know as a separate issue, are there rules around how you get like the swinging lights on top of your car? Because I drove behind a car the other day that was like very odd. It was just like a regular car that had like flashing orange lights. And the car didn't look very official. And I wondered, is there a standard? Because I could just bang two on my car. And if it's like an afternoon that's annoying, I'll just pop them on, hit into the bus lane, emergency. I'm bored of this traffic. Anyway, I don't know. If someone has that legal knowledge, they should let me know if you're just allowed to put lights on the top of your car. Not blue and red. I'm not outrageous, but you know. But thank you for listening, sort of. Uh, to stay update with... Update. That was good. To stay up to date with further information, further problems in my life and further problems in other people's lives I'll be commenting on, you should just pop onto my Instagram at underscore Sam Mangan. I am aware that that's fucking annoying and that I would like my real name. Funny story, I tried to get my full name on Instagram once and I like went to like at just Sam Mangan. <laughs> anyway, went to this page uh, and it was like a 12 year old in like Arkansas or something, like, who cares? And I, I DM'd him and I was like, hi, bud. You know, I use the condescending language. Hi, champ. Hi, sport. Hi, bud. Um, I'm just like, I'm Sam. You're Sam. Weird. Can I have your account and I'll buy it from you? And he replied and was like, how much do you want to pay for it? And I replied and I was like, how much do you want to sell it for? And then he blocked me. And I just feel like you're like 12. I could have paid good money for that because it's underscore business is just not ideal. Then the other day, someone commented on my post and was like, at Sam Mangan, what, what are you on about here? And so then I replied and I was like, what's the fucking video, moron? You can clearly tell what I'm on about. Hello, are you not in on the joke? And they replied and they're like, no, you are not in on the joke because I tagged my friend whose name is Sam Mangan. <laughs> so that hurt to my soul. Um, and then I was like, oh, really? That's funny. No, I didn't reply. I just moved right along, but I didn't see it because I have so many followers. I have no fucking idea who you are. Sorry. Too many comments to even know. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Remember, I literally do not care about anything or anyone. So, um, join in that fun on the Instagram, on the podcast, subscribe. If you haven't, I'm offended. I'll see you next time.